Y'all got to listen to this black man here. Hold on one second. I want to start the video over again. This is uh, Shoemake Way. Uh, I've been listening to him off and on. He he makes most sense to anybody on the internet. I don't know what his real name is. I ain't never really went to his page and discovered all that. But he's one of the YouTubers that actually speaks truth and is more and is more empowering and positive about black women and black men and black relationships, relationships that we have with each other. One of the things I wanted to talk about um, before I play this video is I wanted to put into your guys' mind about our psyche and how we see each other. And I've been wanting to make this this episode, but I just never knew how to approach it, as with many of my episodes. I never really know how to talk about things like this. So, you know how... The saying goes, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Well, we know this isn't true. When somebody says something to us that's negative or something that's positive, it affects us. So more so than not, black people have always been talked about and certain things said about them in ways that has affected our psyche. And a lot of us have a lot of black self-hatred. And it shows in many things and, and, and in many ways. One of the ways that I've noticed that it really shows is when um, here lately, you're seeing a lot of black people on YouTube. And I'll specifically talk about um, the YouTubers that talk about dating and relationships and things. So this young black man whose video I want to play here for you in a bit, he's the only one that I have seen that is very direct. His videos are not very long. They're short and they're empowering, but I don't think a lot of black people are going to listen to him. Because he comes from a place of where he's not worried about what people think. He's not worried about status. What he's more concerned with, in my opinion, is black people coming up out of destroying ourselves. It's the enemy within type of thing when it comes to black people. But it's because of the way that, that, that the world sees us. And the way that the world sees us is you look at the commercials, you look at TV shows, you look at the products that are in the stores, in the grocery stores, the clothing that's sold, the shoes that are sold. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a plethora of things that go against us. So anytime you see a jingle on TV and you know a company really wants to sell its product, it's going to have like some rap music on there. They're going to be talking about some yo, 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 or it's going to be some rhythm and blues. Hey, baby, how you doing today? You know, it's going to have something alluding to it being ethnic. It being ethnic in the way of being black, not ethnic in people of color, because black people aren't shouldn't be included in people of color. But ethnic in a way that, you know, the black community has created its own. Now, when we're talking about like jazz music and things like that, you don't really use jazz music to to, to sell a whole lot. But it's more of the rhythm and blues hip hop type music that gets products sold for any company. Um, if a company is failing and, and their products aren't selling very well, they usually get a black face or they get a white person on there, you know, speaking like somebody would if they were listening to hip hop or something like that, like a, like a Eminem clone or something, you know? So, you know, it's, 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 
it's how we're used in society. We're we're not respected. We're either our our culture is used to the benefit of others or it's they're showing us in lights that are not uh productive and ways that it makes us as if we're human beings. Um, you know, when you see black people on TV, they're not black people that it's a, it's an everyday thing. It's, it's always a stereotypical black person that's been made up by, uh, the white culture. So the white culture has for generations, um, there are these, these, the Jim Crow, you have the Aunt Jemima, the black woman, the big fat black woman with the apron and the head rag on. You have, um, you know, these, these little salt and pepper shakers where you get the, uh, big fat black woman and her skin is black, like literally painted black. And, uh, you have the minstrel shows, um, how in the hell white people were allowed to sit up and paint their faces black and this big red ring around their face to represent lips. I don't understand how the fuck they were able to be able to do that shit. And then, you know, you want people today to say, well, that was in the past. We don't do that no more. Yeah, the fuck you do. Gucci just had a sweater that was a turtleneck that you could pull over your mouth that represented the Jim Crow. I mean, exactly to a T. And and black people are still buying Gucci. Like, what the fuck? They just came out with this shit and y'all still representing Gucci, still wearing Gucci. And this is because of the mental effects. The mental effects of what is said about us, how we are treated, and what we see. We have a self-hatred issue as a people. Many of us do. I I don't have self-hate issues. I always wondered why white people look at us so strange and so differently. But my mother was a strong force in helping me understand some things about white people and helping me understand some things about myself. Because oftentimes when I was young, I would get stares from white folks. I would get, um, you know, comments, little comments, but they would stay on code though. But it would be like little comments about my hair, about the way I was shaped and things like that. So, you know... It's a it's a whole history of things and it needs to be talked about the mental the way it has affected my people mentally. I have people in my life that are black. They're not in my life, but that I know of that are black. And they want to obtain a certain status in life. And so they attain it. They get this certain status in life in their job to where they become a supervisor. So everything in their life has to match their position, their, their, their occupation. So their relationship has to match that. The family life has to match that. The people that they deal with has to match that. So everything, like if you're a supervisor, so that means that your marriage has to be perfect. You got to have a family, kids, people that you deal with. They can't be anybody that you wouldn't want in your life. And then there's this thing that we don't talk about in the black community. There's this thing where black people... And I was talking about this in one of my episodes. I don't know. I don't think I released this. I don't think I released this episode. But there's this thing where we and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it to where it'll be okay to say it in mixed company. There's this way that we treat each other to where 
if we feel like we're above somebody, we'll treat them as such. So we'll get this ego about us and we'll get, I won't say us because I've never done this to anybody, but we'll get this attitude like I'm here and I've made it and I'm in this place now. So everybody else that is, and, and it doesn't matter if the person is black or white. Don't give a hoot about that. But black people are going to get it worse than any other race. So if a black person makes it and they get to a certain status in life where they get approval of their family, they're talked about in positive ways by their family because they've gotten to a certain position in life. Um, There are approval from people that they're around and things like that. And so once they get to a certain place, they oftentimes treat other people like they're pieces of shit. And like they should, like that person should be kissing their ass. And I always thought this was really strange. It was like a, it's like a phenomenon to me on how this, this is done. So then, you know, once you get them out of the workplace, so they go home and they have these relationships, they end up getting married. They have the perfect little marriage They have, you know, then they want to start having children and they have the perfect little thing for their children. And then they have this, this mentality that everything has to fit perfectly. Like nothing can go wrong. So if you are dealing with somebody that may not have that much money, you're not really going to have them in your circle, you know, because you're this person who... Or if you have them in your circle, you're going to use them to your advantage to get what you want. And that's higher up on that ladder. That's You don't want to be the crab in the bucket. You're trying to get out the bucket. So you're trying to reach that next rung on the ladder. So these type of people that are my people, they have a considerable amount of self-hate issues self-hate issues with themselves and with their own people they have gotten to a place to where they lack respect for others um they think that they've gotten to where they have been accepted by white people in general um, they think they've gotten to a place to where they have been uh, provided a, uh, a, a opportunity in life that like Asians get. And, and it's, that's not that. When black people are, are put in positions of leadership and supervisor and all this kind of stuff, they're put there for a reason. And that is to give the white man more power. So it's done and it's done strategically, especially in, in, in the, uh, when you're working for the government, they know exactly who they're hiring. They know exactly who they're putting in these places. So when they do it, they make sure that it's a person that, is very toxic and has a low self-esteem. So when they get that person, they make sure that they keep tight reins on them. They wouldn't, they wouldn't make it easy for somebody like me to be in leadership because I would give them a fight and I wouldn't last that long. Unless I decided to do some things and finagle my way around and I wouldn't know how to finesse, but it's just too much work. So they get black people and and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of intelligent black people that end up working for the government, become supervisors and actually go through the work. And some black people are built for the negativity that the white man brings. And some black people are puppets. 
unfortunately. They don't see themselves like that, but they are. So, you know, I'm not trying to put my people down as a whole. I just want to talk about this because it's something in the community that is not discussed. It's something that I know a lot of black people think, am I crazy? Am I wrong? No, you're not. This is something that's a problem in our in our um in our culture and it's something that we need to change. Look. Black people have built things from absolutely nothing just by speaking it. And one of those things that we do not get credit for and that does not get a lot of play and a lot of respect is jazz music. Jazz music is the only genre of music. And I've learned this from watching the St. Louis Blues. If you guys have not seen that, I want you to go and watch that. It's on YouTube for free. And a man named Dan Don or Don Dan is on his YouTube page. It's got a lot of greats in it. I mean, a lot of greats. It's got Eartha Kitt. Um, uh, shit. Cab Calloway, Nat King Cole, um, Ruby D. Doesn't have Lena Horn in it. Um, Ella Fitzgerald is in it. It's a lot of black folks in it. Uh, ooh, shoot, who is that? Lady? Pearl Bailey. It's a lot of black people in that movie, and so I watched it. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, and um, at the very end, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. At the very end. Uh, a gentleman from Europe, I think he was from Germany, I, I don't know. So he was talking about the St. Louis Blues and he said, you know that the 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 uh, blues, jazz and blues was created in the United States. It is a music that black people have created all on their own. It didn't come from Europe. We didn't get it from nowhere. We created this. Black people. It wasn't African people that created it. It was black people. We have created a culture, a music, a way of living, cooking, everything, a whole society, and if you will, an entire kingdom all on our own. Tears and sweat, blood, Dripping out of our veins. We are creators. But we take ourselves and we make ourselves these monsters that the white man has created. I cannot tell you how much pain I feel when a black person disrespects me. It takes me to a place that I go to and it's very hard to get myself out of. Because I really, you really, at that moment, in that point, when it happens to you, you want to turn your back on the whole culture. You want to turn your back on all black people. And you just want to give up. But I have learned that God rights all wrongs. And it took me a lot of years to learn that. Because I struggled. I was like, how do I get the acceptance and the love of my own people? I struggled with that for years. How do I get it so that I'm not faced with, you're the queen of the white people. You watch too many 
TV shows with white folks. You don't listen to enough black music. You don't celebrate your black people enough. How do I get this? How do I make it so that I feel like I'm a part of the black community? Comes from within. You cannot gain acceptance of a people. You have a, you have to gain acceptance of yourself. If you don't have acceptance of yourself, nobody else is going to want to be around you. Nobody else is going to want to deal with you. And the more, and the majority of the time, we should be happy alone. We shouldn't be looking for other people to be around us, to entertain us, to make us feel good. We shouldn't we shouldn't want that for ourselves. So God has taught me that the acceptance comes from within. And when I see those black people out there that are cooning and buffooning and shuck jiving for the white man, I say to myself, do they know who they are? Do they know who they are? And somehow, always, the answer is yes. They know who they are. They just have this self-hatred. Now, I'm not blaming it on white people for black people hating themselves. I'm blaming it on the white culture for allowing shit like minstrel shows and the Jim Crow era and slavery and all this stuff that's still happening, cultural appropriation. Anytime somebody wants their music to be popular, they'll get this this hip hop vibe, this rap, they'll get a rap on, they'll get a, you know, they didn't even, you know what I'm saying? They did just no respect. They act like a lot of these white entertainers act like they make up this shit on their own. But they go and get this vibe of like, yeah, just start bouncing around and like, yeah, I'm going to do all this. There's one entertainer in particular that does that. And I won't and I'm not going to say who it is. Because there's a lot of cultural appropriators. And it's bullshit. It's wrong. It, 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 it's absolutely absurd as to how my people are disrespected. You have, what do I call them? Beauty supply stores that are owned, that have been monopolized by the Asian community, specifically Koreans. They have monopolized this and now black people have found a way and they are starting to own beauty supply stores. These beauty supply stores are all aimed at black hair. All aimed at black hair. The extensions, the hair care products, the hair wraps, everything. Because they know that we're going to spend our money. Black people don't save money. We spend it. That's what we're taught to do. From the moment we get a dollar in our hand, you can go to the store and get you some candy. Other cultures, it's... If you want to get some candy... Save this much up first, and then out of out of the percentage of that money, you go and get some candy. But until then, I want you to save your money. It's insane. It's insane. And people like to get mad at us because we have all these issues going on with us. But if you would respect us, the Jackson 5 just recently got a sign put up in Indiana. It's been, the people have been in show business and have been singing and entertaining folks for close to 60 years. 
They go back to Indiana all the fucking time. And they just now getting something dedicated to them. Like a sign and in the Hard Rock Cafe. Just now. And the sign says Jackson 5. It doesn't say Jackson Family. It says Jackson 5. The entire family, all those boys and girls that were raised in that home, that grew up in that home, all of them are in the entertainment industry. At one time or another, all of them were. That sign should say Jackson family. Putting the Jackson 5 on there is some undercover racist shit. I'm going to tell you how it was undercover racist. It's because they will never see the Jackson men as men. They'll always keep that they'll always keep that title of boy on top of their heads. They won't talk about the Jacksons, the group the Jacksons. How they were all grown ass men when they were in that group. They won't talk about it. How they grew to have families. They won't talk about Marlon and his wife and how long they've been married. He married to a black woman. They won't talk about that. They won't talk about how great of a father Michael was to his three kids. They ain't gonna talk about that shit. They ain't going to talk about how good of a mother Janet is to her kids or what kind of mother Reby is to her children. They ain't going to talk about that shit. They ain't going to talk about how Reby's husband died. He was a black man. Rest in peace. They won't talk about how Jackie was married to a black woman and she passed away. Rest in peace. They won't talk about how uh, Tito was married and had three beautiful sons. They ain't going to talk about that. But you'll hear about Marie Osmond and her kids. You'll hear about Donnie Osmond and his kids. Plastered all over mainstream media. But they keep the Jacksons as little kids. They don't don't celebrate them as adults. I can kind of see why Janet sold all her stuff. Because it's like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. She says she's selling it because of charity, but I mean, it's just like this country has no respect for black people. I swear, my mother taught me a lot. She was like, don't let nobody touch my grandbabies' heads. You have them keep their hands off my grandbabies. We go to the store. And uh, there'd be specifically white people. Oh, they're so cute, you know. My mom be like, yep, they cute until they get a certain age. Watch. Watch and see. Then when they get a certain age, they're going to start being threatening to them. They ain't going to want them around. And she was right. It wasn't anything negative that she was putting in my head. It was something I had to see for myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. The white culture has a lot to atone for. And I know a lot of white people, I know y'all want to say you're not racist. You don't believe in that stuff. That's all well, fine, and good. But there's a lot of shit that y'all turn your heads on. That y'all could be correcting within your own culture. And your kids and your grandchildren are going to put you to shame. Because they're going to turn around and look at all the shit that y'all let pass. And they're going to be like, what the fuck was wrong with y'all? During the trial of a white police officer that murdered a black man with absolutely no remorse. During all this hot and heavy stuff, soon after the verdict was announced, there's a hate crime bill that passes for Asians. 
You've got to be fucking kidding me. Black people, stop putting yourselves in people of color and tell folks you're black. You are not a person of color. You are black. It's absolutely ridiculous out here what we accept and what we let people do to us. I'm sitting up here talking about this fucking MJ musical that's coming out about Michael. So now they've changed, I guess, the whole premise of the play. And they're going to start with Michael's childhood to um, the Thriller album. They're going to stop at the Thriller album. So this is what they're going to do. This is my prediction. They're going to vilify Joe in this play. They're going to say some little, they're going to be undercover and say some little sneaky shit about Joe. And, uh, you know, the way Michael was parented and shit. And then they're going to put the Jackson, they have to put the Jackson five in there and they have to put the Jacksons in there. So, uh, Randy, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and Jackie are all going to be a part of this musical. I guarantee you they're going to have to find people to play them. Watch. If not, that would be a disservice to Michael's childhood because Michael started in the Jackson 5. That was his start. So you, if you're going to have a musical about Michael, you got to include the Jackson 5 and the Jacksons. And you have to include Michael's four solo uh, albums that he did when he was a teenager, adolescent teenager. I bet you they won't have them, no, no music coming from that. And then they're going to talk about Michael being in and having memories and dream sequences and shit. That sounds like a, a hallucinogenic, like Michael is going to be on acid during this whole fucking thing. This play is a problem and I'm going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because Michael wasn't, they're going to cover from him being a little kid to Thriller. That's ridiculous. They're keeping him like he's a little boy. They're not going into how he grew to be a, a, man, a whole ass man that created a kingdom. Like, what the fuck? You're not going to include the companies he created? All of this stuff that Michael created? Give me a fucking break. So Prince Jr. has come on um, as a special consultant or some shit. His own son is a special consultant, but yet and still you got his brother on the board of the estate. That, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yep, right. So you, you mean to tell me that his son is coming on as a special consultant? And... You want to create all this stuff about his dad, but you ain't going to talk about in the musical how good of a father he was and how he sang with his kids, how he encouraged his kids, how he encouraged other children, his humanitarianism. One of the biggest parts when he went on tour was he sang We Are the World. All these songs in unity, you're not going to include that in MJ the musical? Like, that's fucked. It's really, really strange. So, I'm I'm just, when my brain gets overwhelmed, there's a lot of stuff I want to say, but I'm forgetting exactly what I want to say. But, the Jackson family is so disrespected and I have to say that they in some ways allow the disrespect some ways they allow it Janet sold all of her stuff why the hell did she do that it's her stuff it's her costumes but girl that should have been part of a black history museum. Really? 
I mean, little black girls need to see that it is possible for you to do something positive in this world. I know I'm not the only one as a young teenage girl that had a big ass and big legs and looked at Janet and said, well, damn, okay, I am normal. I know I'm not the only one. We don't give ourselves any credit. We don't, I erased three whole podcasts. I have had probably close to 3,000 episodes combined with all three podcasts. I get rid of all of them fucking episodes. It's because of the pressure I could not handle trying to manage all of this. I'm doing it by myself. It was too much. So I said, let me create another one. And this time I'm going to make it to where I can manage listening to these episodes and putting them out and labeling them. I didn't got out of labeling them. I didn't got out of uh, putting the music on there in the beginning and the end. It's because I'm so I'm stressing myself out again. Because the mental anguish that I have to go through with dealing with my people treating me like shit. The fucking shit I have to deal with with white people and their shit. And it's... it's I would just like to walk around in the world for once with no fucking pressure, nobody judging me, nobody having little cold conversations and shit. It would be nice, but I know I will never, ever have a day like that. I will never walk around on this earth not one time I will ne- that'll never happen for me. And for a lot of you, you will never know what it's like to be around white people and they're having their coded conversations. They say something fucking dumb to you. Your own people are shitting on you. Some of y'all will never know what that shit is like. Maybe some of you will. We got the Palestinians over here getting killed, getting massacred, and ain't nobody saying shit. It's because we have our own crap going on over here. How can you help somebody else when your neck is being stepped on? I'm sitting up here trying to figure out how I'm going to get my nails done and get my eyebrows waxed. Went to a couple of beauty schools. To get the job done. And it's like. I don't want to visit any more Asian shops. I don't want to give the Asian community any more of my money. No more. Until I see solidarity and respect. And some fight back. From the Asian community. I don't have any any more money to spend in any of these places. I'll drive all the way to Detroit or order off of Amazon. And I don't know who I'm ordering from on Amazon. So it could be Asian people. But that's the only way they'll get my money is I don't know who you are. But I will not walk into another beauty shop. I will not walk into another nail salon. Until y'all start supporting us. And that's what's real. So I'm going to play this video. Uh, The black YouTube community is toxic for you guys. This is really good info. And um, he's speaking it. He's speaking it. All right. And actually be able to hear different topics, different things that are plaguing us as a people. 
you know, things that are, are preventing us from being able to get together and, and, and build together and all that type of stuff, right? That's really at the at the, the heart of what I do. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? I talk about men needing to take responsibility and all that kind of stuff because, you know, we do. You know what I'm saying? We we always talk about we want to be leaders. We, we, we got dudes talking about they alpha males and all this and that. Okay, cool. If that's the case, then you got to understand that you asking for a big undertaking. So if you want to you wanna be this alpha male and all that that you talking about you want to be, put all the blame on your back and start working on trying to heal the people, not talking uh, talking down on each other, not trying to tell one group, not trying to tell one gender down and, oh, it's all y'all fault. No, if you're really a leader, take the blame and then start trying to figure out how to bridge the gap. That's what a leader does. You know what I'm saying? The captain of a team don't become the captain of the team because he just he's successful at making one part of the team hate the other part of the team. He bring the team together. You know what I'm saying? He bring he make everybody fire on all cylinders. Everybody do their job. Everybody uh wins because each individual each individual person, aka each individual gender, is doing their part to help us propel ourselves forward. You know? But the thing that I hate to see, man, is the fact that we got some people that 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 they kind of come off as like it's like it's kind of like white supremacy to me you know what i'm saying we got black people that sit up here and talk down on other black people because these particular group of black people don't have it figured out yet like you ain't never started somewhere like you ain't never had struggles and and, and, and um trials and tribulations that you had to make it through you ain't no better than nobody bro People love to try to remind you of where you came from. When they see somebody doing something to better their lives and, and come up, it don't matter what these people do. They could be they could be starting a business, got to buy money, some kind of way save up some money and start a little corner store or whatever the case may be. Start selling products online, anything. You'll always have a hater that'll come out of the woodworks and try to remind everybody of where that person used to be. I know a woman... This girl used to be real loose in the street back in the day. She got herself together, cleaned herself up. You know what I'm saying? She got a business going. She's doing all kind of positive things now. But you better believe one of these hurt-ass men gonna bring it up. Yeah, she used to be a hoe back in the day. Is she a hoe now? Once a hoe, always a hoe. <sighs> man, why y'all won't let people progress and change their lives? Why you won't give people credit when, when credit is due? Don't nobody have all the answers figured out. Don't nobody have life figured out. Everybody is learning as they go. That's what life is. Life is like school. You always got something new to learn. You're going to always have some kind of new problem to pop up and, and, and cause you to want to quit. You're going to always have something new going to happen to you. Every Like they say, new levels, new doubles. It's always going to be something. But our people just got a problem with wanting to kick somebody when they down and you want to pull them down when they start coming up. Stop being so bitter and hateful. People out here trying to do the best they can. They don't need their own people trying to tear them down in the process. I make a video talking about how we need to respect our women. I'm a simp. I make a video talking about how I started out without no guidance and this and that when I was young and I made some bad decisions and, and I learned from those decisions and I make videos talking about how to come up out of that. Somebody want to tell me, oh, you're a, you, you're a former Pookie and Ray Ray. Man, if you call me that in my faith, I, I ain't even going to speak on it, Lord. <laughs> I ain't even going to speak on it, Lord. Just, let's keep it positive. <laughs> but I'm just going to tell you, you ain't going to play with me in person. I know you ain't. All these keyboard warriors, you know what I'm saying? Get yourselves together. Stop hating on each other. The person that you hate on today could be the person you're going to need in the future. God in control. God will flip your world upside down. You think you got yourself together and you ain't 
and you uh, speak in Spanish, spotless and all that, you can lose everything in the blink of an eye, just like somebody can gain everything in the blink of an eye. Don't get too bougie and too big-headed where you feel like you can't be touched. You ain't Teflon. Everybody deserves respect. Anybody can change their life. That's all I got to say about that, man. I'm going to cut this video off right here, man. I just, I want y'all to be more aware of the stuff that y'all saying on these on these comments. And, and this, I want these, these creators to be more conscious of what they saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true enough. Speak on the things that's wrong in the community. But don't try to keep people down. Like, y'all will say something about a single mother and, and oh, it's the single mother's fault. Why, why uh, crime and all this, they contribute to all this and that. Okay, man, look, men have a part to play in that too. Don't try to condemn these women because they got tricked and made to, and was made to believe that a dude loved them and was going to beat up for them and all that. Now they had a baby, the, the relationship ended up not working out. And now you want to tell this woman that her life is over. Nobody's going to value her. You promoting that shit. Somebody would have, uh, is there some men out here that would value that woman, but because they see one of your videos talking about how you should never deal with a single mother, now they, now they thinking twice. This might be a good dude that would love her and her kid. But you, you creating content to keep, keep people, keep, uh, keep people down. <laughs> I'm just sick of this man. Look. You're not better than anybody. That's one thing about me. The thing that's different about me is this, man. I, I look at people and I see people acting a certain kind of way and I wonder why do they act like that? You know what I'm saying? I see, I'm one of the people that I see a homeless person. I wonder how they became homeless. I see a thug and I'm like, I wonder why he became a thug. Why he want to be like that? I see a girl that that is loose in the streets, and I'm like, I wonder what happened to her to make her act like that. Because I'm somebody that look at addressing the real causes to these problems. I ain't just trying to condemn people because they live their life a certain type of way. True enough, we got some people out here that are, they being destructive. And we got to talk about the stuff that caused these people to act like that. They acting the way they acting because of the environment that they grew up in and the things that they learned, the things they were exposed to. So let's do something to, about the things that kids are being exposed to these days. Instead of promoting all the hot rappers that talk about all the drugs and the guns and this and that, let's promote people that's living healthy lifestyles, got a family, that's living a, a good life, that's, that's making good decisions and stuff like that. As a community, we control what we what becomes popular? Dumbass commercials. Oh, that's so irritating. But he's speaking the truth, though. I hope somebody listening. <laughs> I'm done for real this time, man. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you ain't already did it, man. Do me that favor. We gotta do better, man. I'm, I'm just trying to do my part. I promise you. I, I promise you. I am. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just want to see us do better. But like this video if you like it. Share it if you feel the, the if you feel like you want to share it. <laughs> and uh, y'all stay tuned, man. I'll be back with another video soon. <sighs> Not too much more I can say after that. I think I've said enough. So, I hope I've given you guys something to think about. Um, I don't know how we are going to get ourselves back to a mental state and block all of that negativity that is thrown at us on a consistent basis. The only time we get any rest is when we're sleeping. So, what I would suggest to my black people... 
to reinforce the positivity so that you'll have respect and respect for others around you. And to stop having this ego, this mindset that because you can afford to do this and that for yourself that you're better than somebody else. What I would suggest you do is get something that you consider to be positive. And I would start with listening to Beethoven before you go to bed at night. Well, start with that. And you work your way into maybe listening to the Bible while you go to sleep. There's these these Google things, these little Google things, some little Google speaker things that's that's uh uh Blue, you can Bluetooth stuff to them. Or you could talk to them or whatever. Talk to that damn thing and tell it to play you the Bible. You know, and go to go to sleep with with uh, listening to the Bible. Sounds of the ocean. There's different things that we can do to empower ourselves. It all comes from within. The toxicity is 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 on the outside. There's nothing toxic about us. There's nothing wrong with us. Oh. We got to come up out of it. We got to come up out of it. But I hope I've in some way encouraged somebody to want better for yourself and for others. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Always remember Michael. Never forget him. Take care, everybody.